temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This is the peculiarly sunny voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. Time now for us to ring the dinner bell as we begin the food show. Two hours of on-the-air conversation about eating, drinking, and general enjoyment at the table. All of it coming to you from 105.3 FM HD2 under the gravitational effect of WWL New Orleans' first radio station. Well, this is a time when I am inviting you uh, in a very, hope not too intrusive way, but uh, pretty insistent way. Uh, to in, to uh, join us and be our first conversationalist for today. Uh, he, the, the, the goal of our program at the beginning, at the beginning of the day every day, is to get um, you, particularly you, you more than anybody else, uh, and whoever else uh, seems to be uh, tilted towards uh, our viewpoint of thing, which is basically that good food is good and bad food is bad. That's That's... That's one of our lookouts. We have that uh, chiseled in concrete somewhere. But anyway, that's what we talk about. And uh, you are enthusiastically invited to join us. You do not need to have a question. You don't need to have a comment to make. You can if you want to, if you have either one of those that you wanted to bring up in front of some people who might know the answer. I'm not saying I might, but, uh, but I might. On the other hand, uh, we get a lot of information from our listeners, too. So if you are wondering about uh, a recipe or about a restaurant or anything like that, call us. And if I don't know, somebody listening to us probably will know. But more than anything else, I ask you, I implore you even, uh, to call us up on the air. And even if you don't have anything particular to say, because, first of all, we will discover pretty much right off the bat, that you do have things to share with all the rest of us. And we know for a fact that all of us would love to hear what you have on your mind. So that's it. Uh, please, 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 please call us right now, 260-6368. Now, I'll give you a pass on this, and you can put it off till later if you're driving a car. I don't think it's a good idea to drive a car and, uh, and talk on the phone. Uh, even if you have one of those uh, special gizmos that let you talk to uh, that corner of your car, uh, I've seen it happen too many times that it causes problems. But anyway, also if you have something really good to do, like uh, apply for some great job that has suddenly come your way, or uh, if you're playing with your kids, please play with them even more than you are. And, uh, you know, anything that's important, yeah, that comes ahead of us. This is just frivolous, this, this whole program. However, all that said, if you have free time on your hands right now, and it doesn't even have to be a lot of free time, you know, a couple of, couple of minutes, 60 seconds, you know, stuff like that, call us, 260-6368. Here's another way of putting it, 260-MENU. Uh, it gives you the same phone and uh, we'd love to hear from you either way. But more than anything, 
I'm begging you to give us a call about uh, where you've been eating or about nothing. Actually, if you if you genuinely have a call to make and if you, you want to join us and you have nothing really to say, call us anyway because you do have things to say and we'll find them out too and we'll spread them around and, and distribute them equally. What? 260-6368, 260-6368. Every day I publish a newsletter uh, which usually begins in a, a column I call Dining Diary. And uh, today I broke away from it sort of. I left a couple of introductory things like nobody is cooking their uh, their soups these days. Uh, but I think one of the reasons is we're getting to the time of year where it's starting to, to warm up. In fact, when I left the Cool Water Ranch about uh, two hours ago to come into town, I found that uh, it was 81 degrees outside, which is you know kind of funny for still being in uh, February. Uh, but uh, that said, here we are at this time of year, and uh, we still have our share of, of cold days. I, I'm still... I don't know what this means. I've, I've asked doctors about it. They say it means nothing, like most of the things you ask us, Tom. No, they, they don't really act like that. But sometimes you get you have that in, idea in your head. My uh, my my the inside of my hands gets cold. Gets really cold, even if it's warm inside and it's cold outside. For whatever reason, I don't know what this is, but my hands start getting cold. Even if it's warm inside, but if it's cold outside. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, but you don't care. Okay, well, that's okay. I, I didn't expect much from that. Uh, but uh, let's see, why did I bring that up? I, I was going somewhere with that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, soups, I love soups, and especially when it's cold outside, or it has been for a long time. I mean, we're still in, in officially in winter. That's uh, going to end pretty soon. Uh, even even then, you uh, you feel like uh, a nice bowl of some really good soup would really suit you perfectly. And uh, if you want to do that, you certainly have a lot of restaurants from which to choose. You know, there's gumbo everywhere. Turtle soup is everywhere. Corn and crab bisque, for some reason, seems to be everywhere. Uh, if you're really lucky, you might get uh, artichoke and oyster bisque, which is, I think, a great soup. But anyway, I um, about a, uh, ooh, nine months ago or thereabouts, uh, I write a column for Inside, wait a minute, Inside Northside. It's a magazine about the North, share, North Shore everything. Uh, they also put out another magazine called the, uh, uh, in, in, uh, let's see, New Orleans, Inside New Orleans. That's the name of it. I, I write for both of those pretty much every issue. And uh, uh, coming up on a year ago, I, I wrote a column in which I had a lot of recipes for wintertime uh, soups, which I love. And uh, it got to be kind of a big article, and they had lots of photography about it, and they did a good job of it over there at that magazine. But uh, I kind of put it on the side knowing, you know, after a while, uh, this will come in handy, and, and today was the day. I said, well, you know... Uh, why not let's take one final look at these great soups that we have around here. And some of the ones that I put in there, I have two variations on vegetable soup. I ha I'm a sucker for something that my mother used to make when we were little. 
my mother used to make homemade uh, vegetable soup, and it was just delicious. I, I can remember it to this day, uh, mainly because every now and then I cook it myself, and I know the recipe, and I know what it tastes like, and I could steer myself to the recipe that way. Uh, but then again, uh, we had some, some other recipes that we did pretty often. One of them I found from a restaurant chef whose name I can't quite remember. I remember mostly that he was bald, and he worked with uh, the uh, Patois family uh, for a while. It, his name will come to me in a minute. As a matter of fact, I just saw a photograph of him. I don't know what he's doing these days. But anyway, he had this great soup that was basically tomatoes and eggplant. And he made a soup out of those two main ingredients. And then there were some other things in there, but that was the essence of it. Delicious. If you ever run into any dish, whether it's a soup or anything, and it is a combination of um, tomatoes and uh, uh, eggplant, go for it. Uh, the two things go together very beautifully. This is not well known, but they're sort of related. They're both members of the, what do they call that family? The uh, the death-dealing, no, it's something like that. It, it has some night nightshade, that's it, the nightshade family. Uh, both um, tomatoes and um, uh, eggplant are in that same family, and the two things just go together really well. I have a recipe for that. It's actually probably the easiest one in the whole uh, article, and it is in my newsletter right now, and you, the way you get there is to go to nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. Nomenu.com, you have everything that I'm going to think about today. I put it all into this big free newsletter, and we cover mostly, almost entirely, the, the New Orleans area scene. Every now and then, my wife, who likes to travel, uh, she, uh, she just did a, a, a six-part uh, article on uh, about a week that she spent in, uh, uh, in Houston. And it was pretty interesting, I thought, and it just uh, had a new dimension. But mostly we write about uh, the local uh, figuration. If there's anything I can do for you at all, uh, let me know. And if there's not anything I can do for you, call me anyway, and we'll get something going so we can entertain the audience here. So would you mind, really, I'm, I'm asking you for a favor. It won't cost you anything. It won't take up most of you, m much of your time, and you are eminently capable of doing this. You don't need to be an expert. You don't need to have a prepared script. All you need to do is the ability to have a conversation with somebody who seems to be nice. I'm, I think of myself as nice, so, you know, come on in and we'll, we'll shoot the breeze. 260-6368. Where's our first caller of the day? We're waiting for our first caller of the day. Could it be you? Why not? Give, come on, what you doing? Well, we are waiting. What are you doing right? What are we waiting While for? While we are waiting, we may as well get this, this whole yeah. sucker rolling with a couple of good things that are happening on yeah. today and no other. Oh, my goodness. What? Well, it's National Chocolate Souffle Day. Chocolate Souffle Day. It That's is right. that, yes. That's, uh -huh. uh, uh, that uh, is really, really interesting. My wife and I were in uh, Los Angeles. That's where our son lives. And uh, we, we went to this little French bistro and had that, and we all agreed that that was the best that we've good uh, souffle of chocolate. It's almost like a cloud. It almost floats off the plate. 
Okay. Yep. Now, we can also celebrate something with our own calendar right here oh, yeah? in River City. Oh, It is the Italian Beef Dobe Day to, uh, mm. to make it yeah. separate from your ordinary dobe, like a broccoli dobe or something like yeah. that, you know. But uh, Italian Beef Dobe Day today, mm. right here. Yeah. And uh, there is more. Really? Uh, there is a lot more, as a matter of fact. Uh, Lay it on me. It is uh, National Kahlua Day. Kahlua? It is National Kahlua Day. Kahlua, yes. Kahlua, Kahlua. Kahlua, as in a, dr- a, a, a a drink, a you know Kahlua. Oh, that stuff. It's yeah. it's a Mexican liqueur, isn't it? Whatever. Or you know, it's, I think it has a Latin American quality to it, but I'm not positive. It is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Something like that. It's National Strawberry Day today. Well, that fits right in because the strawberries are indeed coming in. They are. Local strawberries are very nice. Now, two more things, too. Uh, All right. A day that you should, uh, you know, always celebrate your own self. National Retro Day. Well, I'm I'm a walking retro. I know. And a National Polar Bear Day today also. Don't mess with them. I mean, you know, we have a plethora of subjects we can discuss today. And the funny thing is that that the the name of this... this, uh, uh, Polar bear that you found is in fact uh, plethora. <laughs> you know that could have been funny if, that's uh, why if I, I had said been, that because I uh, knew you couldn't plethora, pronounce it. Plethora, yeah. plethora, yes. Uh, that's that plethora th- the that, polar bear. That big polar bear named plethora. <laughs> 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 that one right there. That's the one we're talking about. Uh huh. <clears throat> the one that spits. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, it rhymes with fits, so that's what that's there all about. There we go. Yeah. And uh, yeah. then you add Morris to that, and uh, what have we got? And then you got The Mardi 27th Gras. of February, the second to last day of this particular month, and I'm glad it's over. I, uh, I opened uh, my newsletter today with those words. Oh, you did, did you? Yeah, I was quoting a book that—it's uh, a long story about the book. He was a writer at the New Yorker magazine for a long, long time, and uh, he wrote a book about— What's it like to be a writer for the New Yorker for something like 40 years or something? There was, there was one thing that I wanted to bring up yesterday, but we didn't yeah. have time. Oh, what it might was that a, be? It was a guy who had a birthday, his uh, 84th birthday yeah. uh, yesterday. And um, on his 84th birthday, he married his 80th wife. What? Yes, uh-huh. He said 80 wives? 80 wives so far. How can anybody be so stupid? <laughs> no, really. I mean, uh, what is and or how could how many how stupid could a woman well, be? Well, no, no, no. To, to take it's, it's that the deal. Thing. No, he just goes into that room and says, "Talk amongst yourselves. I'll be over here." <laughs> Boy, I don't know if I want to know any more about that guy. Oh well, yeah. hey, you know, it is mm. you know a lot more a lot more than um, than I would have uh, patience for. Mm. Anyway, well, you know that's that's what we're that's what we're in for today, yeah. uh, all day today, tomorrow being the twenty eighth day, and I feel sorry for those who were born on the 29th of February, even uh, yeah. though they they yeah. they age very slowly. Yeah, uh, yeah, you do feel cheated. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, I don't I don't have to worry about that, but a lot of us do. You know that may, maybe ought to be a nonprofit organization to help those people. Yeah, that's sad. That's very sad. 260-6368. 260-MENU is our telephone number. Now, you just heard those that last two or three minutes there. Now, we can do better than that. But we will do it. We're not trying to, you know, 
give you a uh, a choice here or anything. But well, I guess you are giving you a choice. But the uh, we'd like to hear from you is what I'm trying to work up to, and it's not qu- quite coming out that way. Hello there, welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's fun to be here with you talking about eating every day. That's my lookout. This is uh, this is what I do for a living, and I would be very happy to uh, give you some direction if that's what you're interested in, or if you have direction you'd like to give to me, I will uh, very much uh, accept that and and happily so. Here's the deal, though. I mean, really, this as far as I'm concerned, this is the only thing I want to talk about right now, and that is I want you to call us right now, 260-6368, 260-6368. And uh, what we talk about, I don't even know. I have no idea. Maybe you don't either. But uh, that's all uh, I'm, I'm after is just to have you make a phone call to us right now, and we'll talk about something. We don't. Again, I tell you, we don't know what yet. But... In the meantime, we have Steve joining us over here on the orange phone that has some little funny splotches on the left side. And how you can tell the left from the right side, I don't know. But uh, we're thinking about all this deeply. Are you there well, thanks, uh, uh, or, or have you given up on me? Steve? No, no, I'm here. No, okay. I'm... All right, good. good. There we go. Uh, two questions for you. Yeah. One, can you recommend a good po' boy shop in the Slidell area? And the second question, uh, there appears to be a newly opened uh, steak restaurant uh, on Front Street, if you will. And I was wondering if you had any information on that uh, new location. On uh, a, a new steakhouse, you say? A new steakhouse. Uh-huh. Uh, it's in a strip shopping center. It's on Highway 11, Front Street. Okay. Uh, there, the, the most interesting thing that's opened in that neighborhood is uh, um, the third location of um, Gallagher, Pat Gallagher's restaurants. He, he started out in Covington. He, yep. uh, then he opened up a second location uh, in uh, Mandeville, and now he has opened up one in, in uh, Slidell, which is a place that really kind of needed some first-class restaurants, it seems to me, given the uh, number of people who live there, and, you know, they're, they're fairly... Uh, um, they're in pretty good shape financially, is what I'm trying to say, and uh, but there's not enough there's not enough restaurants uh, in that area, it seems to me. But that's a good one. Uh, it's in an L-shaped shopping center that had been amethyst. I think it's the name of of a of a, uh, a kind of jewelry. But uh, anyway, that's Pat uh, Pat Gallagher, and and I've never seen him do anything but you know a terrific restaurant. Seems it's been uh, open you know, maybe who, three or four months. Would that be your uh, recollection who, as well? Whose? Uh, no, the Pat Gallagher restaurant the, seems to have been opened about he, three or four months now. It's it's more than that. He told me it was right after Thanksgiving that he opened up. Okay. Yeah. So, so hopefully some of the new uh, new location shakes have been uh, worked out. Well, I have no doubt that you have a certain amount of that, but uh, he's uh, he is a very sharp restaurateur. And uh, his spe- especially his one in uh, Mandeville, my wife uh, is just crazy about it and thinks that it's much better than the one in Covington. I think there it's about a, a, to- a coin flip. But, uh, but his, his uh, output over the years has just been totally uh, solid. And any thoughts yeah. on a uh, pull boy shop in the Slidell area? 
Uh, you know, there there are a, a lot of them, uh, but I don't get to slide L for poor boys too often. So I don't have anything to offer you now, but I'll bet you somebody listening to us has some poor boy places in Slidell they can share with us. I'll uh, stay tuned in, and maybe one of your listeners can point me in the right direction. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that's the way it goes. Well, thank you very much for asking the question. It's a good one, in fact. Thanks as always, Tom. Yeah, thank you. See you. Take care. Poor boys in Slidell. Anybody? Anybody know? Anybody have any good ideas about that? But Pat Gallagher, uh, if you've heard about it or or not, is now operating his uh, his restaurant. And near as I can tell, it's almost exactly the same menu as he had in Mandeville and Covington. So this new place in Slidell, he's starting in there knowing what it's all about. And uh, he has had restaurants around the North Shore for, boy, as long as I can remember, back in the 70s. And they've always been really good places. So here's another one from Pat Gallagher. Nice, nice guy, too. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Uh, give us a call, uh, even if you don't have anything particular to say, because you know how it goes. You bump into somebody at a restaurant. You go over to their table sometimes, sometimes not. You know, there's a question to be answered. Should you walk up to another table and start talking to the people who are sitting there, or is that impolite? What do you think? Now, uh, I'm not looking for ratification of, the, of what I do, but that is something I do all the time. Uh, but a lot of times people come over to my table, too, so I think we're even Stephen on that. What's your thought about it? Or about anything else, or if you're looking for some piece of information, or if you're looking for a recipe, or, 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 or any of that, always welcome here. But what I want more than anything else is for you to call this number, 260-MENU, 260-MENU. And when you get here, you and I will begin a conversation that I think you will find delightful. I, I don't know what it's going to be about. You probably, I'm sure you don't either. And uh, just between the two of us, we'll get something going. And by the time we're into the second um, hour of the program, we'll be ripping and roaring. For the last two-plus weeks, we have gone this way. This was my latest uh, idea about how can we get more people to call us on the air and uh, it has been working. We have really been busy. Yesterday was just jumping the whole time. So anyway, uh, also, I call your attention to some recipes. If you, if you like making recipes, you know, even if you don't, there, these are pretty easy with one exception. There is one recipe in here that it's at the very beginning, and you'll know what it is because it has a million ingredients, and the, the way you cook it is seems to be more complicated than it actually is. But it is a, a dish called petite, um, petite, oh, wait a minute, I forgot, no, what's that? What's, it's a funny uh, expression, you don't see it too much. Apparently in France they know exactly what it is when you mention the words petite marmite. A marmite is, is kind of like a, a small, uh, almost looks like a kettle. And, uh, they, they make these vegetable soups with uh, a broth that is kind of like uh, consomme. I mean, the, the, the broth itself is incredibly intense and delicious. And then they add a bunch of vegetables to it, and you get what they call petite marmite. So it's a little, little container. Really, really good. 
I have a recipe for it here, but don't undertake it unless you feel pretty confident in the kitchen. There's nothing bizarre about it. There's nothing hard to do, but you have to pay your. You have to pay a pretty good bit of attention, especially to making that that uh, that stock. In fact, you know, uh, for a, you know, a lot of cooks, the test of whether you're a good chef or not is how capable are you of making a good consomme. It is not easily done. Anybody out there ever make consomme? Used to be able to, you could buy it in cans from Campbell's. I don't know if you can still get it. I know you used to. 260-6368. I'm still waiting for, uh, well, we had our first two callers already. But we could sure use more. Just call us and, and, uh, and let's just you and I have a conversation about something. 260-6368. You see, the deal about this is that uh, after we finish up whatever it is that we're talking about, uh, you will go uh, away feeling good. You know, it's a nice feeling to talk to somebody about happy things, and that's, that's what we're after here. Come on, why don't you give us a, a roll at this? It's, we're not trying to embarrass you. We're not going to push you to any extremes at all. All you have to do is call us, 260-6368, 260-6368. This is around the time when I start getting irritating about this, but uh, I do, I really, really would like you to call in, especially if you've never called before. And uh, I guarantee you, you that nothing will happen that you will find embarrassing lately, uh, or later. It's not going to be anything that's uh, going to puzzle you at all. It's just, just your presence. That's all we're asking for. Not presence, uh, but presence, the fact that you are there. Two six zero six three six eight. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody call. We need somebody right now, right now. That would be so perfect. Hey Tom, what's up, Hi. brother? Well, you know, I'm trying to, uh, you know, keep uh, all pieces in in uh, order, proper uh, ag, uh, 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 order uh, by uh, the number of uh, little pieces of things that are on your shoulders. What I don't, I have no oh, I, idea what any of that means. What? I've got a very tough question for you that may take your an hour? entire show. Okay. Yeah, that may take your entire show to figure out. Well, uh, so you've got you, you, you've got a last meal. I don't know. You're not sick or anything, but maybe you're getting executed. Actually, I'm not feeling all that good today. <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. I don't feel meal, all that bad either. So what? You, you've got a 20 mile radius uh-huh. from Central. Central Business District. You get yeah. to choose one one app from anywhere, uh-huh. one one uh, salad from anywhere, one soup from anywhere, and your main course. All right. it, 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 so, so you know you may say yeah. Drago's for the oysters yeah, and yeah. shrimp arno for well. Well, for let's get salad. let's get rolling and with this because. Uh, it, it is a really good question, and it's one that I've been asked about maybe a hundred times over the years. Believe it or not, there, well, are, a lot, there are a lot of people that ask that very question, so, uh, so I'm glad you did. All right, you ready? Yes. Let's go. Uh, raw oysters on the half show. Yeah, Drago's, why not? Uh, they, they certainly are one of the best. Uh, Pascal's Manali would be another one. Uh, and every time I go to Manali's, I also get some wisdom from Thomas, who is the shucker over there. 
And when I mean he gives you some wisdom, he really does give you some wisdom. He's, it's worth going there to get some oysters just to listen to Thomas. So uh, he's, he's terrific. So, okay, there's my oysters. That's my, my starting point. Then I'm going to eat some more oysters. I'm going to have the five-way baked oyster combination at Arno's. They, yep. all on the, all baked on the shell. They five different toppings. Uh, it's absolutely great, except that it fills you up a little early for the entree. Uh, then I will have some uh, turtle soup at Brennan's. I think I would go to for that, and yeah, uh, sure. to get my soup uh, uh, loaded up. And then um, I think I would go to uh, uh, G W Finn's. For the for the uh, seafood course, and uh, I would be leaning towards Pompano, but if he had anything along the lines of sheep's head or something like that, I would go that way. But I would like a f- straightforward fish fillet uh, done in a simple way that, w- that shows off how good the fish is, and that's, that's what they do very, very well over there. Okay, and then we take a little break, and we get some uh, lemon ice from uh, Angelo Bracado's. As a little cleanse your palate kind of a, an effect with that. And then we get into the entree. And for that, I believe I will have the pork chop, the stuffed pork chop from, um, uh, well, let's, boy, there's so many good ones to choose from. Katie's would be a good one. Well, I think the one I would pick, though, uh, would be um, on, the, uh, on Jackson Square Muriel's. Uh, they do a fantastic job with uh, pork chops. I think pork chops these days are better than steaks are. So, uh, really? okay. absolutely. Muriel stuffed pork. Muriel stuffed pork chop. It's killer. It's absolutely great. And then uh, we then we have to have a game course. Uh, so I'd be looking for a duck or something else. Actually, if I could find some squab somewhere, that is what I'd be more interested in, in getting than anything. But I don't know anybody in New Orleans right now that serves squab, baby pigeons. So well, you can't go 20 miles from the CBD. So nah, I'm not going to give you the squab. You've got to come up with something else. Well, it'll probably, if you ever run into squab, you, what, it's probably going to, uh, its history will be that it was uh, farm-raised. They, they, believe it or not, there are farms that raise squab uh, out there. Most of them yeah, are in okay. Mississippi, though. All and right. There's so many pigeons down there. I would yeah. think that you can find squab easily. But anyway. Uh, yeah, but the guy, you have to have the babies. <laughs> you, you, you can't have a grown-up. You have to have the babies for this. Uh, the babies are bigger than the adults, by the way. That's one of the oddities of squab. Uh, all right, so uh, now we're up to dessert, and uh, for that, I think it would be the bread pudding uh, at Arno's. Uh, but since I've used them already, uh, it'll be the bread pudding from Commander's Palace, the bread pudding souffle, to be exact. And the wines, we could uh, go on for years uh, figuring all that out. But that's that's what my last will and testament would be right there. What's your after-dinner drink? <clears throat> Oh, uh, I think I would have, uh, I would have some a hyper expensive uh, cognac, Louis the Thirteenth. Maybe that would be ridiculous. The bottle costs more than the uh, than the liquor inside does. Uh, but that would be nice, you know, if I had my choice. So uh, there you go. That's well, uh, that's, that's, that's how's that, huh? 
and I've, I've written some of these. I've had several of what you've uh, mentioned from those, yeah. those fine places, but the pork chop surprised me. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, lately uh, I eat meat often enough, you know, like once a week or something, like some big slab of meat somehow. And lately I've found that almost every place I go for a steak, it's tough and not interesting in any way. Uh, there are a lot of exceptions well, to the, that. But, what's but, the best steak in town, in your opinion? Uh, probably Mr. John's on, on St. Charles Avenue at Jackson. Yep. Yeah, they're good. They're really good okay. over there. Yeah. All right. Well, man, I appreciate it, Tom. You have a great day, buddy. Thank you for a very good question. Nice hearing from you. It's the Food Show, and joining us over here is Sal. Sal, welcome to the Food Show. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. It's good to hear your voice. Good to call. Uh, it's vocal Sal. to uh, be be smurred. What am I talking about? I'm not making that any was sense anymore. A wonderful segment and a great question, and I love the answers. They were great. Um, ironically, when you did your write-up on DiMartino's, we had just gone a day or so yeah. before that. And uh, we had some, we still do, have some guests in town, and um, they were in the mood for muffaladas. And yeah. I said, well, let's just go over to DiMartino's in Covington and pick some up. They mm-hmm. didn't want to go out to eat. They wanted to go pick up. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. are they millennials? They were, no, they're not, actually. No, that, that's, it's just... Yeah. It's just uh, convenience, convenience, and they just wanted to hang around the house on a Sunday hmm. afternoon. All right. and just fair enough. Watch chill out. Watch the Saints game. Uh, no Saints <laughs> around this time of year. Oh, really? No, oh, I was over in know, January. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really caught up on the. the, the That's the, all right. Did the Saints win? I heard that they were, you know, picked to be the winners of this. Uh, well, they didn't. They didn't win the whole kabang, but no? you know. That was a oh. big, that was a big brouhaha over that. Yeah. But, uh, you know what you're gonna do? There's always next year. Really? But DiMartino's was impressive. When we went to pick it up, my daughter and I went in, and I was really impressed at the ambiance of the place. I wasn't expecting that because I'd always gone to the one in the, on the West Bank on Carroll. Yeah. Is Sioux. is this the one in Covington you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great looking yes. place. They could turn that great into a high place. ticket uh, overnight. The only thing that stuck out, yeah. and it just screamed, what am I doing here? Is the uh-huh. big fountain machine, <laughs> the fountain drink machine in the middle of the dining room. Yeah. It was like, uh, it just doesn't belong there because the, the restaurant is so such a handsome place and People were sitting down, the, the, the staff that greeted us at the door, who were obviously seating people who did dine in, uh, they were well-dressed. And all the, uh-huh. the people behind the counter were wearing, you know, very nice chef's coats. And it was really impressive. And uh, I plan to go back. But the salads that my wife and Excellent. daughter got yeah. and the muffaladas that we got, and I know everyone has their preference of cold room temp or hot yeah. we warmed ours up in the oven and it was delicious mm-hmm. yeah well Everything that's that's easy to great. accomplish i have one complaint about their poor uh, about their muffalettas over there and that has What's been that? their specialty going back to the beginning of time they they opened their first one up back in the i think the late 60s or early 70s but it was all on really? the West Bank, yeah. And I think yeah. what they had in mind was to create a national chain of muffaletta joints, which, you know, has possibilities if you think about it. 
But there's mm-hmm. there's one thing that they have done pretty consistently, although I can't say I've checked it lately. And that is, I think they slice the meats too thickly. I, you know, de- deli-style meats, which is essentially what you're putting in there, I think they ought to be paper-thin. You get so much more flavor release that way. I agree. I agree. I didn't find it to be cut thick, but I didn't examine it really. Okay, well, I, I, I need to check it. it. I need to check it again then. So, But uh, I, I'm nuts over there, roast beef, poor boy. It's uh, fantastic. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what I'll have the next time oh, I go. You, it'll it'll really you. surprise you. Yeah, okay. Go. What? Where would you go besides Saya's to find good Italian sausage on the North Shore? That's a good question, and it's not one that I uh, have gotten answered particularly well. Uh, I'm I'm looking at uh, the Whole Food, you know, uh, right off the bat. And Aquista Pace, uh, yeah, uh, I've just been reminding oh, you, Aquista okay. Pace has great everything. That's a very, very good uh, supermarket. I'll try their Italian sausage yeah. the next time I'm looking for some. There you go. Well, all right, then. Well, thank you Have very good much. Day. Good question. Nice hearing from you. Thanks. It's the food show. We don't need a break, do we? No. We have Ron. Ron is over here on the blue phone. Ron, hello hey, there. Hey, Tom. Uh, because of the uh, weather, we're yeah. not predicted weather. We're not going to go out on Mardi Gras. Where would you no? suggest going <clears throat> someplace casual in the city, close by the city? Ooh, for what? For just eating? Yeah, just eating and drinking. Wow, that is a... I think a Mardi Gras is the worst day of the year to dine out in restaurants. It just... Nobody's open. and Well, I, I, that's not true. There are a lot of places that are open, but it's a, an ordeal to get to them. You know, you know who is open uh, that's really in the middle of things, but the, you probably won't have too hard a time getting to it, is uh, Two Shacks. They have always been open on Mardi Gras. Yeah, but golly, I, <clears throat> huh? I don't really want to. I don't really want to go to the French Quarter. Okay, well, I just thought I'd throw it out there because there are very few other restaurants uh, that you can go to. The Asian restaurants tend to be for dinner anyway. Uh, and now, gosh, I'm uh, Crescent City Steakhouse. I'm going to be there. We do that every year. Uh, what? What'd you say? The lunch? the College Inn is open on uh, Mardi Gras. I don't know if it is or not. Is Crescent City open for lunch? Uh, yeah, they open a little later than normal, like uh, one in the afternoon, uh, and then they they go well into the evening, and they stay open all afternoon. They have a an immense crowd, a lot of which are at my table, because <laughs> we have we have a tradition of of saying goodbye to beef at the Crescent City Steakhouse every year. Gotcha. Can you think of anything, mm-hmm. say, in River Ridge, Harahan? Again, no, you, away you, from the you're picking places that don't have many restaurants to, to start with, and certainly not on that. It, it's it's a terrible day to go out looking for restaurants. Just the worst. Yeah. Worst well, I, in the I, year. What? We're going to have people in from out of town. And well, tell them you're going to feed them the next day or the day before, but <laughs> the, on Mardi Gras itself... For one thing, most of the waiters and cooks are a little bit, uh, you know, they've had a couple of drinks, maybe, let's say. Uh, uh, People who work in the restaurant business, they are real party people. Yeah. So there. All right. All right. Well, I wish I had a better answer for you. 
Maybe we'll find another one when we come over for the second course of the food show, which commences after we look at the news from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System, here on 105.3 FM HD2. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.